0: it it is true of course that that our self-esteem is boosted by learning how to make a commitment and keep a commitment and that can be through fitness and exercise.
1: You're listening to Legal Skinny Podcast with Trisha Burita. I'm a 15 year licensed practicing attorney in the state of Texas. I created Legal Skinny because when I've been invited to do educational seminars on different subjects in employment law, employers and HR professionals would often ask me, where can they find out a little more information on this or a little more information on that? Look, I get it, there's a lot of resources out there but sometimes it's confusing and people are so busy. Sometimes people have only 30 or 15, or maybe even five minutes in their day to devote to learning something new. On this podcast, you'll hear me have discussions and interviews on topics relevant to employers. Disclaimer though, Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and doesn't create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Nonprofits have many of the same challenges as other employers, but also some different ones. Every month, I'll be providing a nonprofit spotlight on a different nonprofit to discuss their mission, goals, and challenges. Today, my guest is Teresa Strong, the founder and executive director of Bellinizio. Teresa Strong has a bachelor's degree in business administration from Sam Houston State University and a master's degree in fine arts from Texas Women's University. She worked for a successful venture capital company before she discovered a need to be met by the founding of the nonprofit Belenizio, where they lead teams of women in recovery from drugs, alcohol, and abuse across the finish lines of 5K races. Under her leadership, her program director and many, many volunteers, They've helped over 700 women start their own beautiful beginning by learning how to make and keep commitments and set and achieve their goals. I'm so pleased to have Teresa join me this month to spotlight a nonprofit working on such a wonderful vision for the community. We had a thoughtful and great discussion. So I hope you enjoyed this Legal Skinny episode of Nonprofit Spotlight Belenizio.
2: Welcome, Teresa, to the Legal Skinny Podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, well, I'm just really excited to have you here. So go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit about the nonprofit Bellinizio and uh, how you got involved. Uh, Again, I'm Teresa Strong. I am the founder and executive
0: director of Bellinizio. So the way I became involved was actually starting the nonprofit. Back in 2009, uh, I was working at a venture capital company, I had a great husband, a dog, things were going just perfect. And quite unexpectedly, uh, my husband died of brain cancer. And two months later, I lost my job because the company went bankrupt. And I found myself at, at pretty much loose ends going from a a full happy household in a future to uh, no income. And I always had pictured myself as someone that could just, I can always pick myself up by the bootstraps. And and as it turned out, I I really couldn't. I was of course, looking for work during the day, but at night I started uh, volunteering at homeless shelters. And then in the middle of the afternoon, I would go out for a run. And when I say I would go out for a run, that term is very loose. It was, it was <laughs> I'm, not
2: great, I'm not a great runner, so I'm already <laughs> I'm fascinated with this nonprofit, but keep going, yes.
0: It was, uh, it was more of a fast walk. But what I realized is that every single time I would tell myself, okay, today I'm going out for a run. I'm going out there. And I would do it regardless of the pace or the distance. I would feel better about myself. So as I went to the homeless shelters at night, I realized that I could be offering more to the people that were there than just making their bed or passing out their food. If I was working in their self-esteem area or their fitness program, I could be making a bigger difference. But no matter which nonprofit I went to and offered to work in that program, they all said, it sounds like a great idea. but you yeah, we don't have that kind of program, we don't have that expertise, we don't have that time and that money. And the more I researched it, and again, keep in mind, this was a while back, we didn't all know everything back then. <laughs> uh, it, it is true, of course, that, that our self-esteem is boosted by learning how to make a commitment and keep a commitment and that can be through fitness and exercise. So gradually, over time, uh, Bell Inizio was born, and Bel Inizio means beautiful beginning. I started Bel Inizio with a friend, uh, it took a year to get our nonprofit status, but we got it, and all this time, by now, I had a job, and so I worked full-time for four years on one job and then full-time on Bel Inizio at the same <laughs> time before Bel Inizio was actually able to uh, hire me. and. I was our, our first employee.
2: Yeah, that's interesting because um, it, that you you went through the journey yourself to sort of find a place where you needed to help others. I I think I I heard a phrase someone said about um, sometimes you know it's out of that darkness you know of, of finding a way to help others that can bring you out of the darkness to actually see there's something else. For you to invest in something new, something you didn't realize before, so um, it's really interesting and and really incredible. Um, I want to get into kind of more of the meat of uh, all the stuff that you get into because it's it's quite a journey on on what you endeavored to get into as a side project that turned into you know an incredible nonprofit. So, what is the mission? What is your purpose? Our mission is to help disadvantaged individuals.
0: Develop life skills through life skills and self esteem through fitness and nutrition education. So, we partner with agencies and we go to these agencies twice a week for eight weeks, helping our women learn how to value themselves, how to set goals and keep them, and make and keep a commitment walking, running, jogging, starting at a quarter mile all the way through to completing a 5k race and in that time they're also learning about nutrition education they're having exposure to therapeutic massage to zumba to boot camps and a variety of guest speakers that show our women that they truly matter and that by making incremental change they can build a platform for their future that no one can take away The women we work with, as I said, they're in in shelters or transitional housing. Almost all of them are in recovery from alcohol, drugs. They've been physically, emotionally abused. Many have criminal pasts. Many have children. But to a woman, they want a way out. They want to have a bright and sound future for themselves and their children. And the and the hand up we give them is so often it's so often the step that propels them to feel confident and good about themselves to go back to school to to reunite with their
2: families it's just terrific it, 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 it does it it's it's such a terrific mission so when did you know do you remember when you first started realizing it was working like you, you know you you started working on this nonprofit, you started to create it. Like, was it the first 5K? Was it the first time you got to give some education? Like, The first group we ever worked with
0: was part of uh, a program that was run by Volunteers of America, an organization which is no longer in Houston. And it was these women that were in recovery, and they were actually still serving uh, jail time just off-site. It was called the Safe P Program, living in these just these horrible little houses. And we would meet with them, like I said, twice a week. And in order for us to work out, we would have to walk out of their house and walk down the street and literally go back by crack house after crack house. We'd have to walk beside the feeder of the freeway. We'd have to go under a bridge before we could even get to a park to work out. It was just a horrible part of town. But we had these five women in our first program. And there was a woman in that program called, uh, her name was Tiffany. And Mm -hmm. Tiffany took to the program so well, she just blossomed. And when she finished, now this was 10 years ago now, she came up and said, I think think you, you need to start serving fruit at our workouts. I mean, we were making this up as we went along, right? Sure, it's so a great idea. We could model healthy fruit food behavior. We could give you fruit. We could uh, teach uh, nutrition lessons. And when I saw, when I saw that Tiffany was already so invested in our program that she wanted to help us grow, and she was one of our clients that we're supposed to help grow. I knew this partnership was going to impact so many women, and now we've graduated uh, over 750 women across the finish line of a 5K. And just two days ago, I was on on Facebook with Tiffany, and she's doing great. She's got years and years of sobriety. She's working. She's eating healthy. And and Bell and ETO can't take all the credit, but we're taking some of it because we helped launch her and. So the short answer is I knew right away. I knew right away that Belonizio was a program that was going to change lives, including mine, including, <laughs> including yours.
2: <laughs> I love that. So, OK, so let's talk about um, your uh, you're a nonprofit, uh, as, as many people know that are listening, in, and I do feature nonprofits. I, I'm naming you my January 2021 nonprofit for the month. I'm so excited. Uh, my first nonprofit for 2021 to get to highlight. And, and uh, nonprofits do uh, have employees, even when they're 501c3s, just like regular businesses do. Of course, there's a lot of different challenges because you work also with volunteers. So um, I know you're a smaller nonprofit. Can you talk a little bit about you know um, how how you guys handle um, you know the culture of of what you built here um, and with your team?
0: Well, our team right now is two employees, myself and my program manager. And for us, my program manager, uh, Pam is an absolutely critical element to our program. There there was a long time when I did everything. I did programs, I did executive director, I did fundraising, but we're to a size now that I can't do everything. But the most important part of what we do is changing the lives of our women. So finding the right person to be the program manager, the right person that is gonna instill that passion through our volunteers, through our agencies and into our women is absolutely critical. Uh, we also uh, work with a contract grant writer who does an exceptional job and lots and lots of volunteers, and which of course includes our board, which helps us
2: build and grow and spread the mission. Awesome. I love that. That's exciting. So- you know, it's been a it's been a little struggle here for for some nonprofits. All I think almost all nonprofits struggling through, you know, COVID nineteen. It wasn't expected. Obviously, when you probably were setting forth your plan of what was going to happen in twenty twenty, that that was sort of all turned upside down by the entire uh, you know world being turned upside down by the COVID nineteen pandemic and challenges to for profit businesses, of course. Uh, you know, but different challenges, I think, for nonprofit businesses, because you do rely so heavily on donations, events, things that just kind of, um, you know, in, in moments time started to sort of dwindle or disappear or become difficult or unable to occur. So can you tell us a little bit about the challenges that you guys have gone through and, you know, uh, what what you've been doing to sort of try to pivot to survive and and, and maybe Um, inspire other nonprofits that are also kind of working through these issues.
0: Belanizio's model is to go into the agency location twice a week and work directly with our women. We give them personal instruction. We get their feedback. We walk and run with them. And so when uh, COVID hit and we no longer had the ability to work with our clients, we really had to sit back and think. We have some agencies we work with, where the women are uh, far enough along that they have, for example, their own smartphones. So for those women, we set up a complete online Bellinizio program that they could access through their phones, Uh, videos, chats, different communications, Google Forms, so that we could interact with them through their individual phones. We have other agencies that they can set up Zoom calls. And so we have Zoom check-ins where we can still do our yoga or our motivational speakers or our nutrition lessons. And then we have some agencies that have no technology for the women at all, not even a cell phone, not even a computer. So we created workbooks for them. And they go through their workbook, they complete their different forms, they tell us how far they've run, and every week they physically mail in, we give them envelopes and stamps, they mail in their results. This pivot started being implemented within two weeks of lockdown. Within two weeks we had a draft of a workbook and a draft of a website. My team was absolutely amazing at making that work. And a real interesting result of that is that in 2020, we graduated more women than we graduated in 2019. And I never would have expected that.
2: <laughs> That's amazing. It is amazing. And that, that is so cool. I mean, especially because when you were probably creating the workbook, you're like, I hope this is going to work. We've never done this. I mean, no. you know. And, uh-huh. and we're still
0: saying that constantly. Everything is constantly being. Updated and improved, so uh, probably by the time we're all back in person, we'll have a perfect program for
2: other remote projects. That's right. There you go. Well, uh, it's it certainly. I feel like if if you didn't grow in some area in 2020, I don't know, you somehow missed the boat because a lot of learning and growing in places you really never thought you were intending to go i mean i was not a zoom aficionado uh i did not have i don't even know if i had a zoom account i may have had one like and now i'm like you know i do weekly webinars like it's just this crazy thing i not know how to run all, all the pieces to it but it was like um you know i was scary at first kind of going to that place where you're trying to like learn something new you don't know if it's going to work is anyone gonna show up? Is anyone gonna mail back in the form? Right, Teresa? Like, exactly. <laughs> and then those, I probably when those first forms came in, you were like, "Yes, this." Oh, is- Oh, I was best. so happy, so happy. <laughs> oh man, okay, I love all that. That's super interesting. So, um, so you carried out through through on, and then um, let's talk a little bit about some events that you've had in the past and what you look forward to come, you know, come in the future. Um, I know. Let's talk a little bit pre-COVID, like kind of uh, just to give p- people, uh, my listeners, a little bit a picture of what you know, what what exactly happens at a Bellinisio event. Like, I know you have a bunch of volunteers, so uh, like, give me give me the, the picture. We show up on race day. What exactly is occurring?
0: Well, we have we have two signature events every year, and one is our Giving Thanks 5K, 10K, and that is an opportunity to support Bellinisio to raise our awareness and to have fun it is a 5k that is out there it's uh the saturday before thanksgiving and it's available for the whole community takes place in sugarland memorial park and it's it's a lot of fun volunteers come out they give water to the runners they help us uh, put face painting on children um, pass out the food it's just it's a real fun family event and Our other signature event is our Soul to Soul Fiesta. So that's, you know, your soul and then the soul of your foot Fiesta. Mm -hmm. And that takes place at the Cadillac Bar uh, in May. And we have a silent auction. We have a great speaker. Last year we had Mattress Mac. And it's a real casual event. Lots of margaritas and wine to learn more about Bellinizio, to meet some of our women, to hear their stories, and to know that you're making just a huge
2: difference for our next future group. Oh, I love that. I love Mattress Mac too. He's a, he's just- He's the best. Oh, he is the best. He's so great, but um, yeah. I. I, those both sound really amazing and, and super interesting. I would love to um participate in that. What are you looking forward to here in the future? Are you going to um continue those two events? You, I know you've done some virtual stuff too. Um we we did.
0: Last uh last year we did uh two virtual 5Ks.
2: Uh one was what, our running what up- is, what is that by the way? If anyone's looking <laughs> How does that work? And it's kind of funny because I have a a health podcast that I follow and they did a virtual 5K and everyone loved it. Like they all participated. So go ahead and tell people what that that means, what that entails.
0: A virtual 5K uh, is an opportunity to sign up for 5K, a goal, for example, and you get your, um, you sign up and then we mail you your bib and your race t-shirt and some goodies And then you go out on a certain day or between a certain range of days and run your 3.1 miles. You record how much, how long it took you on the website. And then you get a a finisher's medal and a finisher's certificate for doing it. Uh, One of the really cool parts that we do is we have a, a partner called Reason to Race. And... Reason to Race is a peer-to-peer fundraising opportunity so that when you sign up for one of our virtual 5Ks and you tell your friends about it, you ask them to support you through your training and through your race uh, with motivation quotes, hopefully some uh, finance financial contributions. But it becomes a lot more of an inner community
2: event than just going out and running a regular 5K. So people have really, really liked them i like that i uh do you so just so i know because i as i've already told you I, I wish i was a better runner i'm gonna work on it teresa but not a great runner uh was this like a thing was a virtual 5k a thing that even before covid were people doing that no oh okay yeah. <laughs> so gonna gonna,
0: <laughs> yeah, i mean there were there were some things like you could say, you could sign up to do a virtual coast to coast, which is whatever, I don't know how many thousands of miles. And then you would log miles every day and pretend like you made it out of Indiana and into the next state. Uh, but for the most part, no, people weren't doing virtual races until they
2: had to. Interesting, interesting. Another another, uh, another secret gift from 2020. <laughs> we <laughs> will keep that one for sure. Uh, okay, so all right, so one other thing that I wanted to ask you about, of course, is um, like your thoughts on advice you would give another nonprofit that's maybe just starting out here, which is a, it's a challenging time or or they're just going through a hard time. Uh, you have any advice you would give them as leadership for, for nonprofit right now? Absolutely. If you are
0: about to start a nonprofit, and you haven't filed the paperwork yet, please get legal advice. Don't try and do it on your own. I did it on my own. It took a year, I made so many mistakes, just the dozens of hours I spent for the, it doesn't cost that much. Get help to get your 501c3s. Make sure you're not replicating services. You know, if if you're gonna go out and, and start a food bank right now, Make sure that there's not a food bank that could serve that same audience, that you could partner with that already has the infrastructure in place. And one thing that nonprofits don't do well is network. I'm telling you one of our secrets. I belong to networking groups and nonprofits don't join networking groups. And they're so good because like there's all these business people out there that you get exposure to and they learn about you. I'm a member of a women's networking group and a networking group called Network in Action. And the people learn about us, they support us, and of course we in turn support them right back. So it's a really good opportunity. One organization you might, no matter what your nonprofit is, you need to look at is the Get Together. And the Get Together is also a nonprofit, but it puts together business owners and nonprofits, so that the business owners can supply the nonprofits with things that they might already have, but also expertise in so many different areas. Uh, marketing, graphic arts, accounting, things that all of us can use support with. And these business people are just sitting there saying, let me help you, let me help
2: you. And so it's a really great organization. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, that that's, that's all great advice, I think. Uh, any nonprofit thinking about starting out could could follow through and, and see about that. I, and you and I know each other through a networking group. So- That's right. Uh, uh, when the several years ago, whenever we met, I don't even remember now, it feels like, I think it's been at least five years or something that I've been following your nonprofit. I'm very impressed with your mission and your goals. So let's talk a little bit about know what's something unique that and i know i'm butchering the name but it's a a, a, i don't say as beautifully as you do teresa but belinizio uh something what's something unique that belinizio has accomplished as a smaller nonprofit that um that you're proud of and something that you think um you know also is in line with your goals for the future in of course, every nonprofit, right? We, we need money,
0: we need money to do our deal. And back in 2016, uh, one of my board members encouraged us to start a recurring donation program to get people to give us a certain amount of money every month, whether that's $20, $50, $100, just put it on auto pay and let it go. And that would allow us to start building our future and planning financially For the next step. In 2016, we had at the end of the year, we had six recurring donors, and two of them were my family members, and one of them was me, (laughs) and we brought in $2,000. In 2020, last year, we had 75 recurring donors, and over the course of the year, we brought in almost $50,000. So that's four years. And we don't have big people. They're not giving us $2,000 a month. It's people just like you, Trisha, just like me, that give $20, 30 $40 dollars a month. And that is a competitive edge we have because when things happen like we can't pull off a big fundraiser or the churches aren't giving as much money this year we still have that regular income coming in to help us plan what's gonna happen month after month.
2: Oh, that's great. Well, congratulations on that, cause that's pretty cool. Thank you. All right, so uh, I, I'm so glad, all this information I think is, and I love hearing about your mission, your goal, your story, your personal story. I, I didn't know what know, I told you, I was like, I need to know what that means. And and uh, I, I love that you, able to kind of share all of that with us i I really appreciate you coming on here today oh thank you thank you i'm so glad to be here so do you mind doing the legal skinny rundown before we wrap up the legal skinny rundown
0: absolutely
2: (laughs) okay all right so uh you get to choose teresa uh, which one of the answers are are giving the best um, answer you have for these questions so okay Beach or mountains? Oh, mountains. Gotta run in the mountains. <laughs> all right. I heard it's hard to run on the beach anyway, right? Yes. <laughs> so, okay. That all makes sense. Now it's coming around. Uh, <laughs> Elvis or the Beatles? Oh, Elvis.
0: All the way. I went to uh, Graceland for my uh, 60th birthday celebration.
2: Did you really? Absolutely. I gotta get there. I gotta get there because I do love Elvis. All right. Most influential book that you've read? Oh.
0: Well, that would be a book called Bell Canto. Bell Canto is a book by Anne Patchett, and it is one of the most well-written books that I have ever experienced. And it was actually so influential that when I was starting this nonprofit, I wanted to name it Bell Canto, which means beautiful song. Uh, but like, I can't sing, and there's nothing about singing in our nonprofits. So, I spent a lot of time on Google Translate, and that's how Belle Anizio came up. Beautiful beginning.
2: Oh, I like that. I like that Google Translate was a part of it. <laughs> I thought there was going to be some sort of romantic story. So, you're in Italy and some Italian. No. something. <laughs> Google Translate. I love it. It's still beautiful. It's still beautiful. Okay, good, good. Beautiful, beautiful beginnings. All right. Okay, so dead or alive, what famous person would you invite to dinner? I would invite Bob Goff.
0: If you have ever heard Bob Goff speak, he's a, 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 a Christian speaker, and he has the best sense of humor, and the, he's just got a sharp wit, and he's just crazy, erratic all over the place. He's entertaining. He's smart.
2: Uh, I'd have him over for dinner in a minute. I if you
0: know them, tell them, please. Teresa wants you to come to dinner.
2: I got that. Anyone listening? <laughs> <laughs> Teresa's <laughs> interested. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. And finally, one minute or last. What's the skinny on leading a nonprofit in today's world?
0: The skinny is select integrity as your keyword. Give your clients the most the program with the most integrity you can. Treat your board members and your volunteers with integrity. Make sure your books are 100% clean. And especially if you're a leader in the nonprofit, treat yourself with integrity. Do self-care, value the hard work you're doing. And always keep in mind the lives you are changing through your work.
2: That's good. I like that. All wrapped up. Um, Very, very cool. All right. So if people want to get in contact with you, Teresa, or uh, check out Bellinizio, what's the best way for them to do that?
0: First thing I'll do is give you my phone number. Anyone can call me. 832-247-5308. Our website is www.bel.com hyphen i n i z i o dot org and on that website uh there is an email address you can use all emails go to me so i won't take your time trying to remember my email address but org.
2: Yeah, so awesome. definitely check it out. They have a, uh, they have a good Facebook page too. Uh, they've been putting up a lot of uh, cool pictures and stuff over the last several months I've been following along. So uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on today, Teresa.
0: Oh, thank you for having me.
2: Thank you so much, Tricia. So uh, that wraps it here. It's The Legal Skinny on my nonprofit for January 2021, Balanesia. Thank you, Teresa. Thank
1: you. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Legal Skinny Podcast. Do not forget to subscribe to get future podcast episodes. Also, check out LegalSkinny.com to join our newsletter and get details on all the educational resources we offer the employer. Also, disclaimer, remember Legal Skinnies for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So also remember, This is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.